Okay, I'll give you the uh, injury update right now. So these players will not practice. Uh, Jordan Phillips, Dane Jackson, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Uh, and then the rest uh, will be out there in some way, shape, or form. So with that, I'll turn it over to you with your questions. Uh, foot. Yeah, uh, you know we, we believe in the uh, in the next man up, and uh, you know we'd love to have those guys out there. We'll see we'll see how it works out here. Yeah, again, I'm just like I said earlier. I'm not going to get into the specifics on these guys, but just they'll be out there in some in some capacity, Catherine, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of both, a little bit of both, uh, coming off the short week and trying to get the guys some rest and then uh, some of the injuries also, yeah. It's one thing to watch film and listen to your coaching staff, but how, how valuable or, or I guess or how much of a factor is Kyir and Christian never facing a guy like Tyreek Hill and maybe play into the challenge, the added challenge of going up against Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a you know, once-in-a-lifetime player with his speed and his ability to you know, go up for the contested catches and everything. And they've got tremendous speed on offense. Um, you know, they put up a lot of points, and, and uh, they do a great job offensively scheme-wise, and, the co- and uh, Mike does a great job putting them in position to be successful. And, and um, so it'll be a big challenge for us. Yeah, um, you know, I think Jay has really picked up where he left off last year. Uh, very conscientious, uh, you know, hard worker, very detailed. He's a pro. Um, so I think he's really making good progress and he's playing confident football. And, um, you know, he and Vaughn have a good relationship as well, and that's that's helped as well. What have you seen from that relationship? That was going to be my follow-up yeah. Well, I, I think just um, you know, seeing it through the eyes of the helmet uh, is how I like to say it, right? The perspective that a veteran player has uh, that's seen a lot of things flash in front of his face. You know, here's you know an overset. Here's a here's a player uh, a blocker that's you know profiling you this way. Um, you know, chips and, and things that come into play. So just I think on the field at least, Jay, just some of those things that come through experience and. And, uh, you know, coaches, we, we've got really good coaches. That said, the, that, that extra gravy on that and the detail that can come from a player like Vaughn, uh, it just helps immensely. I see momentum really with that whole group. Um, I do. I, I think uh, – I mean, you know, we've had a couple injuries there. Uh, overall, when when healthy, though, I see mo- good momentum, uh, good progress, development w- with that whole group, and and I think um, they each they each have their own core set of strengths and and bring something different to the table, which is which is healthy for us. Well, I, I think it starts with really being comfortable uh, 
with the system in terms of what he's been asked to do and, and being able to execute that fast. Um, so that comes over years of getting more and more comfortable with, with the job description, if you will. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, obviously, coach came from there. Um, um, so you always, you know, bring certain elements, certain flavors there. Um, you know, the, the fullback's a really good player. Uh, I think he's an ex-wrestler also, just for the record. Uh, you may have to check that. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that was a good pickup by them. And he, he has a certain skill set where he can catch the ball out of the backfield, block at the point of attack. Uh, they use him in different formations in different positions. Um, so they're a very talented, talented offense. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I may, I may have mentioned this the other day. I, you know, they've always, at least the last, I don't know, couple of years that I can remember, have had a talented roster and. Um, now they add Tyreek Hill to that uh, on the offensive side, and um, they're playing, um, you know, at a at a high level as I mentioned the other day. And um, the speed component to their offense uh, is as good as there is out there. I think the players and the coaches really do a good job. Um, players buy into the philosophy, and the, and the coaches teach it well. Um, so, really, that's that's what I would say, Jerry. Nothing, nothing uh, fancy, um, but really, the, the coaches doing a really good job, doing their part, and the, and the players executing. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think there's um, we play prevent maybe a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to make something up. You know, here it's just it's just uh, I think it's just good quality, sound, sound play. Um, we've had our moments too where it hasn't gone that way either. So as well. So just trying to try and do the best we can and and uh, play good team defense. Yeah, we do stress, and probably I should have said that, Jerry, to, to your question, fundamentals. I mean, we want to be fundamentally strong, and, and um, you know, there's an expectation of doing your 111th, doing, knowing your job, doing your job. There's an accountability that comes along with that as well to, to your teammates. Um, so I think that's just probably a little bit more of, you know, core values philosophically what we, what we place an emphasis on um, in the classrooms in particular. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think really that's been neat to watch. Um, 
with Steph and, and, you know, just like I mentioned earlier, developing players um, and Steph coming in at a high level already, but watching him ascend even, even more. I think that's part of, uh, that's a result of a lot of things, our environment, uh, staff, the player, Steph in this case, um, you know, his report with Josh really playing good offense as a, as a whole. So um, there's a lot of variables and factors that, that factor into that um, deal. But uh, credit, credit to Steph and the work that he puts in. I mean, I mean, he puts in a lot of work. And that's usually players are successful and people for a reason. And uh, part of it's because they work, they work extremely hard. And that's, that's a big part with Steph here. Um, that's a deep question, um, and probably a better question for, for Ken. I just think he has a good, again, going back to his playing experience, he's got a good feel for probably day-to-day what the players go through. Um, and this week, coming off of a late Monday night game, and here we are in a short week, he's been through that before as a player. So he, he can read the room, as you say, Catherine, uh, well uh, from that from that standpoint. And... Um, like you know, living a, a day in the life of a player, he's done that. So I think that's I think that gives him an advantage that way. I mean, that's that's uh, I don't want to say it's once in a lifetime, but that's a, that's a tough deal to accomplish there. For I mean, he, he was well decorated as a college player. I think a Heisman finalist. Uh, what one or two years there? Um, so. How many people can say that they were a Heisman finalist once, um, if not twice? I, I don't know if that was if I'm accurate with that, but um, I mean he was in the in in the in the conversation at least. So and playing at a, at a school like like the U and with with the players he had around him, I and mean, you're talking about some real household names that were on his team. John, what's your reaction to the Bobby <clears throat> uh, I'll have no comment on that, um, and uh, you know we'll. We'll uh, handle our business internally and, and look forward to getting him back when, when he's back. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we always want to evolve. And, um, you know, we look, at, we look at areas certainly where we're having success and areas of strength, but also trying to counterbalance areas where we're not. And, Right now, in a lot of ways, we're just we're collecting data early in the season, right, so that we can continue to grow and evolve and and uh, become a better team overall. In this case, offensively. Uh, so, there you go. With the inconsistencies in the schedule earlier, the Falcons earlier in the preseason talked about how players are schedule oriented. What have you fallen back on to kind of keep it consistent for them, despite playing Thursday, Monday, Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I had a neat experience this uh, this off season where I got a chance to go over and visit the Sabers and Coach Granado and and Kevin Adams over there, and had a chance to watch them go through their pregame meetings a little bit and, and pregame routine, and uh, that was one of the things that I that I was uh, educated on over there. That schedule is very uh, inconsistent, I guess is the best way to say, at least from my eyes, where we're normally seven days, seven days, seven days. Um, so 
um, I think, you know, you just got to keep your knees bent and stay flexible and <clears throat> find what you can in terms of a routine in the midst of a little bit of inconsistent, inconsistent schedules here. Uh, I, I, you know, I wish I could say, Matt, it's just overall watching them go through their routine and they still found routine, <clears throat> you know, look like up till, up till game time there. So I don't know what it, what led, you know, what kind of preceded that, but in the hours or two before the game, they were they, seemingly the players, the coaches, they had a, a little bit of a routine going there, which was uh, interesting to watch. How about for that balancing rest, you know, yeah. Yeah. A um, little bit, yeah. I mean, I just think overall, all those all those variables and how you, you know, put together a schedule to, to to include rest because it's easy. If you want to be a coach, you always want time. You always want meetings, and and but everybody needs needs that valuable rest as well. So, all right, thanks, guys.